Hi everyone, welcome back to Business on the Beach with me, Mike again. And this is a different episode to normal because I thought I would open the floor out to you guys, to the listeners, to people that have questions. And this is going to be my first AMA episode. So we're going to include some personal questions, some business questions, and a whole host of other things really, because over the the year and a bit, maybe close to a year and a half now, the podcast has been running and I've had the chance to interview some amazing people, take home some amazing stories and lessons from them. And it's gave me the chance to answer some of your questions. So let's let's dive right in, all right? So how do I manage balancing personal, physical, health, and business and everything. So how do you balance it? How do I find the time or the energy to balance all of the aspects of my life and how do I do it? And the truth is, is you've got to figure out your way of doing it, but also like there are best practices. There is a, a minimum dose, if you will, for certain things and as long as you do something that's effective, as long as you do something that's beneficial, you can work from there. So in terms of health, for instance, as long as you keep active, you know, you're not sedentary all the time. And as long as your diet is about 80% healthy, you know, healthy by your own definition, right? Because people have different diets and different passions and beliefs around food then that's okay. Like as long as you want, if you want to go down the performance road, i.e. training for competitions, training for events and putting yourself you know, in those situations, then your diet will have to adjust. Your diet will have to match whatever it is you're, you're doing it for, right? The expectation or the situation you're putting yourself in. But for just general health and wellness, like you want to enjoy your food. You want to not feel like it's a, it's a struggle or you have to suffer through it. And it's the same with exercise. I mean, I'm all for pushing yourself. I'm all for working hard. I mean, I know I definitely, I definitely do that. So what it boils down to is... You want to figure out what the intention is, what you're doing it for, and then you come up with what's effective. So <clears throat> for some people listening to this, just going for a, a half an hour walk every day and doing yoga two or three times a week and then eating, you know, it could be eating vegetarian, could be vegan, could be a meat-based diet, could be a balanced diet of a bit of everything, you know, fats, carbs, proteins, you name it the odd meal that might not be seen as healthy, you balance it out sometimes by finding out what your minimum dose is. That's one of the things that I've noticed when it comes to health is you can do too much so that you end up, you know, you end up putting yourself in a position whereby you never really recover. So overtraining and overdoing it and injuring yourself is a real thing. So you've got to do something that's, pushing yourself but not so far that you never recover before the next time you do something and diet's the same like if you want to push yourself <clears throat> excuse me and, and dive into the world of say fasting or any of those things yeah, you do get benefits from doing almost every 
different protocol out there, but you all have limits. There is a limit. There is a line that when you cross, you start becoming a detriment to yourself. That's the same with diet, exercise, stress relief, all those things. When you factor in like the, the business side of things, you factor in the personal and relationship side of things and all that kind of stuff all thrown into the mix. You balance it by starting from the minimum dose that you can do that will also give you some progress towards whatever it is that you want. So people try and do a lot on one particular area and they neglect the another area because of it, because they're working solely on one thing. But then you can start to think, well, okay, how can I tick more than one box at the same time? So how can I make sure I eat healthily and maybe better or solidify a relationship with my spouse or my friends? And then you start incorporating like cooking as a family or you start doing you know learning how to to cook maybe taking like chefing classes or something like that with with family or with friends or whatever it is do something that brings you closer together can tick more than one box because you can eat healthier because you know how to cook and you're also you know enjoying your time with your friends and your family and the people that you want to build a relationship with and you start to find it's hard to find the balance between, okay, what works, what doesn't, get rid of what doesn't work. Then you start to think, okay, well, can I do something that ticks more than one box at the same time? Is there anything that I could stop doing to benefit myself and benefit the people around me? And balance is something that you never really achieve because it's always moving. The goalposts are always moving. The expectations change. The responsibilities change. So you've got to keep reassessing that. You've got to keep turning away. You've got to keep assessing how things are changing and be aware enough to know that everything is going to change. It's very rarely going to stay still. And as soon as you manage to, as soon as you manage to manage that, uh, understand that that's the case, understand that it is a process and you have to go through it in order to to keep benefiting everybody. It's not just about you to a certain extent. If you make it about other people as well, then it can become easier or it can become harder depending on how you look at it. But you can shy away from that or not. I mean, the people that are highly successful people, they have balance. They have their version of balance that you might think is a bit crazy, but they have their version of balance and that's what matters. That's what counts. All right. So that, that's what it's about. And <coughs> excuse me, as, as you scale up, as you grow, as you, as you take your business to new heights, you've got to understand that balance is, is more important because the balance is your foundation. The balance gives you a sense of, okay, where can I push? Where can I, I mean, I'm not saying cut corners, but where can you reduce a little bit so that you can attack in another area? So you never, you never neglect an area, but you might ease off on a particular area so you can focus on another one. And that's what it comes down to. All right, so that's, that's what I would say, is the balancing act that you have becomes the foundation that you use to improve the areas of the life of your life that you want to improve that's what it comes down to 
And someone else asked me, <coughs> I had a bit of a crazy one today. It's been a bit of a uh, hectic day. So I've had to work quite hard. I've got a drink. So if you see me drink, if you see me drinking, if you hear me drinking, then that's why I'm just trying to, uh, trying to keep going, keep going. You can do it. Again, it's about balance. It's about finding what you can do and what you need to do to make it work. Someone else asked me, <clears throat> what's my long-term goal? Like, what's my, what's my mission? And recently, it's had to change. Recently, it's had to shift. Um, as I'm recording this, it's more about impact for me. It's about changing the world. It's about using the fact that we have less things in our way now than ever before to use that for our benefit as opposed to our detriment and how do I do it I think it's about the free thinkers it's about the entrepreneurs it's about the business owners it's about the people that are taking risks the people that are living a way that other people aspire to it's about problem solvers it's about mission driven people it's about people that want to leave a legacy it's about people that actually want to make a difference and most of the time, you very, very rarely can make a difference on your own. It's a collaborative effort. So when you, when you boil it all down, when you figure it all out, when you work it all out, you need people like that. You need people that want to make a difference, that want to have a positive impact in the world. And that's what my mission has become. It's not about my own impact as such, even though I'm working on that as well. It's about other people. It's about in me making a bigger impact by helping people make their impact. And that's one of my missions. That's one of the, the overriding goals and principles that I, I continue to use, I keep using. And that's what formed the the reason for the podcast it was okay i want to help more people with the show interviewing people doing my own thing getting people on that are much more successful than i am in certain areas and allowing you to learn from them that's what it's become about that's what my mission has become and over time it's going to keep growing it's going to keep changing it's going to keep adjusting and in many ways, I'm just grateful that people are listening, people are tuning in, people are benefiting from the work that I do with the podcast. That's ultimately why I do it. I do it to benefit you. I do it to benefit the listeners. All right. So I really appreciate the people that do listen, people that do tune in. And ultimately, that's, that's all I require from the show at the moment. So if you know anyone that is going to benefit from the show, we do have a very interactive relationship with the podcast. So these are questions that have been submitted by you, by the listeners. So that's, that's one of the reasons why I started doing the Ask Me Anything shows, because it gives people a chance to, you know, it's a bit more of a, a casual chat with me, I suppose. It's not an interview. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not, you know, me going full on speaker mode as such with the, the solo rounds, it's me just chilling out, having a chat, having a drink and answering some questions that, that you guys have. And that's what this show has become all about. So yeah, that's, that's one of the main reasons for it. That's one of the main reasons why I believe I'm here. 
I believe I'm here to make this world a better place because I was on it. That's what drives me. That's what keeps me going. And hopefully I can help people do the same. Okay. So the next question is, what is my thinking pattern from starting something from nothing? So if I have an idea, what's my thinking pattern? What's my thought process? What's the, the way I make things happen, right? Because I see business and entrepreneurship as pure creation. I'm able to have an idea and make it happen. I'm able to come up with a concept, come up with a solution to someone's problem, come up with an experience, come up with something in my head, <coughs> excuse me, and, and make it real. Like create something out of nothing. That's, that's amazing to me to be able to do that. That's how I think, that's how I act, that's how I operate. And what it boils down to as well is the thought process is about that. It's about acknowledging the fact that when you have an idea, you have a thought and you want to make it real, you've got to figure it out. You've got to be clear on what that is. You can't just go haphazard and hope for the best. Now I've had ideas. I've put the plan out and I've not been clear enough on it. So I haven't physically acted on it. So one of the key things to do this right is clarity. You've got to be clear. Now, this might take some time. This might take writing down several things every day. Every day something comes to you, you write it down. Every time something comes to you, you write it down. It could be a process that takes months, but that's something you've got to factor in. You've got to factor in the fact that the clearer you are, the further you will go. The more passionate you are, the more clearer you'll be as well. Like if it's not something you actually want to do, it's just an idea in your head, you won't actually have any of the solution in place. So when your head rattles off the idea and rattles off the, you know, the potential, how can I put it, the potential way it can look, when you start to go down that road, you can tell by your likelihood of making it real by how clear you are and how much information that you have when you have the inspiring moment. Like I've, I've gone from idea and I've been so inspired. I've written out, <clears throat> I've written out the process I'm going to take people through. I've written out how I'm going to market it, written out the different pieces of content that I would need, figure out who it's for, who it's not for. And I've done all that within one day. And I thought, huh, I've got people in my audience that would want this. And then I've gone and done it and sold it. And that was it. Because, you know, it's beneficial. So you, it then comes across in how you position it to other people. And that changes everything. That changes the whole concept and changes the whole, I guess, perception or expectation of whatever that is. And people are more likely to go for it because they see that you want to help as well. <clears throat> so all that can happen in a day if you're clear enough. So clarity is one of the key things. You've got to write it down. You've got to plan it out. You've got to all of those things, all right? You've got to do everything. And if you're not clear, that might come from a lack of inspiration. That might come from a lack of passion about that particular subject. Because not every, not every idea that we have 
is something that you want to act on. I've had loads of ideas that you, you would not believe, right? How many ideas I've actually had, but you don't act on all of them because it comes down to a, your ability to actually put into place, B, how far into it you go, i.e., once you have the spark of genius, how much of it can you plan out and how fast can you write, basically, and get all your ideas down on paper? How's it going to look? How's it going to work? Who's it for? Who's it not for? How are you going to market it? What type of places do you have to show up in? Who's it for? Have you got any of those people in your audience at the moment? You know, what, what benefit is it going to be to them? What problem does it solve? All of these questions help you either realize that it's not something you can do right now or I'm going to dive in and make it happen. And you can do all that in a moment. You can do all that in an hour, half an hour. But they're the ideas that you, will, you would probably act on. The ideas where you're like, oh, I'm not really sure how it's going to work and I don't know who it's for and it really is just a random idea. Then by all means, keep going with it, keep writing it down, keep planning it out and keep putting the process together. <clears throat> but if it's slower and it doesn't really fire you up as much, that's probably an idea that you might want to table until something whereby you can plan it all out comes along and that's something that you would dive into. So that's how I sort of go in terms of my ideas is because I have so many, it becomes, okay, I've got to be a bit picky now with the ideas I put into place, with the ideas I make happen. And luckily when it comes to business and entrepreneurship and the ventures that I put in place and the ideas that I have, not, not all of them are supposed to be for me either when you think about it sometimes there are some problems that other people are in the process of solving that are either better qualified, more motivated, more inspired. And I guess there's probably less in their way because they're more, more clear than I am on how it's going to look and all those things. So you think about it, someone out there would have written down and rattled off everything about something that you would struggle to do they are the person that's probably supposed to solve that and create that versus you. But the thing that you're inspired to do, the thing that you want to put into the world and you sit there and you plan it all out, you create it all from your head onto paper, that is probably the thing that you would want to dive into anyway. So there's an idea, there's an idea that you're sort of clear on, and then there's an idea that you're very clear on. You've even got a couple of ideas of how it's going to look, how it's going to work. That's the idea you go with. And after that, it's about whatever it takes. Do you need more people? Do you need staff? Do you need technology? Do you need certain processes in place? Do you need to sell something? Or is it going to be a non-profit? Is it going to be something that's gonna you know make you a lot of money or is it going to be more of a a lifestyle thing if you will or you know whatever it's going to look like you you make those decisions that's what it comes down to it comes down to how many decisions can you make and how fast can you make them that is a key for when it comes to doing that all right <coughs> so hopefully that's making sense hopefully that's something that's piqued your interest a little bit because so many people struggle with that concept. They struggle with that. And 
I think until people actually become these these idea machines and this idea of needing clarity first, we're always going to be in a point where we've got tons of ideas, but we don't take action on them because we're not actually clear enough on whatever it is. So yeah, all right, we've got a couple of sort of personal-ish questions now, so a bit of a change of theme a little bit, so stay tuned for that. Uh, what is <clears throat> what is my what's my business at the moment? What sort of things do I do? And I do a whole host of things. So obviously, I have the podcast; it's going pretty well. Um, I'm also in the health and wellness space. I've got a company on on launch soon. Um, I'm also in the process of starting a nonprofit in maybe a year or two, putting things in place now to make sure that it goes smoothly. Um, I also I also have my own coaching business, so mindset and business coaching. I, I work on entrepreneurs that want to impact the world, people that have a mission, people that feel compelled to solve a massive problem. I help them do it. That's what I help them do. I guide them. I give them the tools they need, get allow them to get out of their own way basically and put them in a place where they can make it happen that's what i love to do that's how i love to spend my time and that comes in the form of online coaching that comes in the form of retreats so so holidays and experiences for people and that, that's what i do that's how i spend my time and i love it i love all the aspects of the business that includes the podcast and marketing and videos and content and all those things yeah which does encompass a personal brand as well so <coughs> excuse me i've got a facebook group i'm on facebook instagram twitter uh heavily heavily on instagram at the moment so like stories and igtv and all those things so i'm a, i'm a content creator as well which i do enjoy quite a lot of that's the the content is something that i do quite enjoy it gives me a chance to get my thoughts out into the world and benefit people on a wider scale along with the podcast which is another another privilege i do feel very very lucky very fortunate to be able to do this and and help you which is what it's all about anyway so yeah Next question is, what was my first business? What was my my first venture that I put, you know, I started with? And when I very, very, very first started, um, I was a tennis coach. That was my first, my first thing, um, <clears throat> which was good. So I worked locally. I started off volunteering. So when I was, I think I was 16, I started. So I was volunteering, tennis coaching for free, getting my hours in. You know, a lot of people still sort of say, oh, you've got to charge what you're worth. But when I first started, 16, which was more than 10 years ago now, like it was about getting hours under your belt, getting your experience, and then deciding to charge for things and build up and grow from there. And you'd be surprised how many people still actually recommend that you do that. But I did that. So I started coaching when I was 16 from tennis to personal training. So health and fitness was one of my jams as well, one of my businesses, because I've got health conditions. So I've got cystic fibrosis and I'm also diabetic, which means health is something that was difficult for me at first as it got easier and easier and easier I realized there are people that were struggling 
that we're you know they had better starting points than me for one of the better expressions so i realized that if i could eventually get to a point where it was easy for me then you know people that don't have my conditions are in a better place to begin with i can help them get even fitter than me i can help them you know overcome their conditions or illnesses or their own you know self sort of concerns around health and fitness and get people into the best shape of their lives which is what i i spent a lot of years doing um again started off volunteering training family training friends and then i became a personal trainer that could earn enough to afford their lifestyle and that took about 12 months <clears throat> so between the tennis coaching and the personal training, I hit sort of my limit, if you will. So because of market factors and all those things, I was steadily pricing myself out of the market that I was in. And along with that, I was also working a lot of hours, which meant over time, I actually started to burn out as a tennis coach and personal trainer. So two businesses looking after myself as well, because of the health conditions, I had to make sure I slept, make sure I ate enough, and all those things And training people and my own training <coughs> actually put me in a position whereby I couldn't keep doing it. I had to stop, I had to reassess what I was doing. And then the online business was born and then the rest is history so tennis coach personal trainer then i took things online so that is it um a couple of personal ones actually bit of a strange one here we go do i prefer tea or coffee <laughs> i prefer tea tea's, tea's my my caffeinated drink of choice Actually, I heard something um, a while back where tea has more caffeine in it than coffee per per kilo or something or per gram. I can't quite remember what the measurement was. But yeah, I have a cup of tea, just normal tea, milk. I actually quite like my tea quite milky versus, you know, dead strong and all those things. I prefer milky tea. So yeah, that's it. So no more questions. Um, thanks for those that have been submitting questions again. Not a, a highly curated episode. Again, I'm coughing and drinking and all those things. That's just, I want these shows to be more casual than you know, the interviews. And, you know, because I do get some amazing people on the show and it does lead to amazing questions, amazing insights from them, discussions with me. And that's amazing. And then with my, with my own sort of episodes as well so me by myself i like to reel off and rant and give something a bit more inspirational i suppose with the solo episodes but with these i also want this to be casual i don't want this to be you know shouting at you i don't want this to be very insightful i want if well, i want these to be questions that you have so it benefits you but then it gives you a bit of an insight into me because i want you to get to know me a bit better. I want to get to know you a bit better. And the, the AMA episodes, Q&As, whatever you would prefer to call them, that is how I've decided to do that. So hopefully you like this one. Make sure you share it. Make sure you tell people about the podcast. I always appreciate the feedback that I'm getting. You can tag me on Instagram, which is Michael underscore McDonald one on Instagram. 
and yeah we can have a chat submit your questions i will do them at the next ama episode might be a while because i've got a lot of interviews and a lot of solo episodes to get through so i can't wait for those i'm sure you will love them as well let me know what you think about the podcast so review it on itunes or wherever you listen to the show always always loving the feedback that i get because i do take into account i know that as long as it's constructive i do take feedback into account hopefully you have an amazing rest of the day wherever you are in the world and i will speak to you again very very soon take care